Welcome to our daily sermon for Sunday the 21st of February. Hello and welcome to our worship at home for this Sunday. I hope that you're all doing well. And as we carry on through the Bible calendar, we continue through the period of Lent. Today we think about when Jesus was tempted three times by the devil in the wilderness and how he responded to these temptations. This time spent in the wilderness is the foundation of Lent when we reflect on that time. I wonder how many of you will have had some pancakes this week as we celebrated Shrove Tuesday at the start of Lent. God of Revelation, unveil your kingdom in our midst. Show us who we truly are in you. Expose the illusions that distort our vision. Deliver us from temptations that contort our living. Open our eyes in this time of trial, that resistance may be the secret of our joy, and our joy a sign of your shalom. Amen. We're now going to have our reading for today, which is from Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone. Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you will worship me. Jesus replied, The scriptures say, You must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and to the highest point of the temple and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off, for the scripture says, He will order his angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be pleasing to you, O Heavenly Father. We're now in the season of Lent, and there's no coincidence in my choice of reading for today, which looks at the temptation of Christ. In the lectionary, or the calendar of Bible passages that churches can follow, the first Sunday of Lent is always a reading about the temptation of Christ, although not the one that I've chosen for today, as we are looking at a different gospel account of the temptation. It's also no coincidence that Lent lasts 40 days, and the time that Jesus spent in the desert was 40 days. Jesus' temptation also mirrors the 40 days that Moses spent on a mountain, 
the 40 days Elijah spent in flight to God's mountain and the 40 days that the Israelites spent in the wilderness. Lent is the period before Easter and is a time of preparation. If we are really to prepare for Easter and for that hallelujah that we often proclaim on Easter morning, then we must know what Christ did for us. We must walk the 40 days of Lent as Christ walked those 40 days. We must be able to identify with his walk so that when we look to the cross during Holy Week, we do not just see Christ on the cross, but we really understand the price that Christ paid for us. 40 days in the wilderness would not have been easy. When we watch the Olympics or other sporting events, we see some pretty impressive things. Isn't it amazing that we can watch many athletes doing things that are amazing and sometimes seem impossible? And we think to ourselves, they made that look easy. I bet I could do that. Only to find out that what was easy for them is impossible for us to do. It's like this saying, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Sometimes I think that people feel that this time in the wilderness for Jesus was easy. I mean, he was God after all, and he can do anything. We read the text and it can seem as if it was easy. But I believe that Jesus was in a real battle there. We sometimes forget when we look at what Jesus is doing, that he is both truly God and truly man. As it says in Hebrews 4 verses 15 and 16. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathise with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way. Just as we are. Yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. So that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. The wilderness experience would have been as hard for Jesus as it would have been for either you or me. American gospel writer and singer Cece Winnan wrote a song called It Wasn't Easy and it contained these words. Don't think for a moment I never felt the pain. You can't imagine the hurt and the shame. They put the nails through my hands, pierced my side. Please understand, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. It wasn't easy, but Jesus came to earth as a human baby. His entire well-being was placed in the arms of two lowly people, Mary and Joseph. When Jesus came to earth, he came on the understanding that he would follow earthly rules. He couldn't use any special powers couldn't use anything we can't. He could not use any of his godly powers to shield himself from the devil's attacks and the pain that these would cause. Just as later on his body would become susceptible to the pain on the cross, here it would be susceptible to the exhaustion and hunger of 40 days in the desert. The devil knew that this was just a chance to get to God, but Jesus knew all the tricks. The devil knew all about human flesh and the desires that it has. 
He was good at knowing what to use to tempt Jesus. And as it turns out, Jesus was truly tempted. We need also be aware that temptation itself is not a sin. Giving in to temptation is a sin. So we shouldn't feel discouraged when we face temptation, but we need to be determined to resist it. As Luther once said, I can't stop the birds flying over my head, but I can stop them nesting in my hair. Christ knows exactly what it's like for you and for me. He knows the power of sin and temptation and how difficult it can be for us to resist it. He knows what it's like to feel as though we're drowning in temptation. He knows the power that's required to withstand, to control situations and to resist. We need to realise those same things. I don't know if any of you know about the so-called Great Tuna Run of 1998. It was a time when tuna was running, or amassing, around Cape Cod for the first time in nearly 50 years. The tuna was biting, and all you needed to catch the tuna was a sharp hook and some bait. It was also said that there were great rewards for catching the right tuna, up to £40,000. That's why many fishermen decided to ignore all the warnings and to head out in small boats. However, these new fishermen didn't realise that the problem wasn't catching the fish. It was what to do once they'd caught it. On the 23rd of September, a 19-foot boat capsized doing battle with a tuna. On the same day, another boat, this time 27 foot in length, suffered the same way after being swamped and pulled into the water by a 600 pound tuna. These fishermen didn't understand the power of the tuna that they were hoping to catch. This is what temptation can do to us. It can take us by surprise. It looks like it's a, it is manageable on the surface, but after we've hooked into it, we discover its strength, but by then, it's too late. We find ourselves pulled under the water. We need to notice when we're being tempted. We need to admit it and face it, but we don't need to do so alone. If we stick to the analogy of fishing, we can use a quote from the classic film Jaws. We need a bigger boat. We see from the Bible that Jesus was ready for the devil. He didn't have to scramble to work around to work out what he needed to do. He'd prepared himself before he even entered the battle. When the spiritual battle started, he pulled out his sword. Not a physical sword, but the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. As it says in Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, 
and after you've done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Jesus had his armour on. He was using that sword. The way Jesus fought temptation shows us how we must fight it. The way that God helped Jesus in this battle shows that we can trust God. In 1 Corinthians 10 it says, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. It wasn't going to be easy, but it was going to be worth it. So we thank God for Jesus and for his obedience that led to the ultimate victory, the ultimate sacrifice to our salvation. We thank God that Jesus could understand our temptations and that God was willing to help when he was tempted so that he wasn't defeated. And the same is true for us. God is helping us. He won't let us be defeated. We are tempted just as Jesus was. What did Jesus do when he was tempted? He turned to the scriptures to rebuke that temptation. What a great plan that was. When we do just as the Bible tells us, we will also be able to rebuke the temptations. But we need to be careful. Just because we resist and rebuke the devil once, doesn't mean we can let our guard down. Just like in that line from the famous film Terminator, the tempter is saying, I'll be back. Sorry, I'm not going to do an Arnie impression. Lent is a time for us to sort out and refuse the temptations and to take forward the great gift of well-being. As the song I mentioned earlier reminds us, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Amen. Join me as we pray using a prayer written by Jill Lefebvre. Almighty God, be with us as we contend with our lives and all our challenges. Thank you for listening as we bring before you the troubles that undermine us. We affirm it is written, one does not live by bread alone. Strengthen and sustain our families and our communities. Nurture the bonds between us and inspire us to live with empathy and forgiveness. Help those struggling with work or facing uncertainty in their futures that they may find peace in your abundant love. Jesus, our Redeemer, rescue us when we stumble. We proclaim it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Enable us to admit the temptations of the world and support us to resist turning away from your teaching. 
Awaken us to recognise the gifts you have given each one of us and to see the role we can play in healing your creation. Be with our leaders and all those around the world that they may act with compassion and generosity. Guide them to humbly serve their own countries and to foster peace across the borders. God our Creator, inspire us with renewed hope. We acknowledge it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Deepen our faith to hear your word and follow your way. Encourage us to bring all our hopes and desires to you in prayer, that in lifting up our souls to you, we may be shaped by your love. Help us to hear the dialogue of prayer and to listen in prayer as much as we speak. Comfort those battling ill health, to bear their pain with patience, strength and courage. Holy Spirit, our Comforter, sustain us in our times of trial. All this we pray, assured by your eternal love. Amen. Join me as we say the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, a prayer that will be said by Christians the world over. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Whatever wilderness the Spirit has brought you to, walk in boldness as a beloved child of God. Walk in peace under the shelter of the Most High. Walk in faith, knowing Christ walks with you. Amen. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, the blessed three in one, be with each and every one of you this week and forevermore. Amen. Stay safe and God bless.